Hello and welcome to Someone Should Make This, a show where we do the hard part of coming up with great video game ideas and offer them up to the world. My name is Danish. I'm Jeff. I'm Matt. And it's, guys, it's Waterworld now. I, was, I guess, Jeff, you don't know this. Danish, it's Waterworld out there. What's going on? It was, uh, yeah, it was really nice the other day. And then I guess we have a week of rain now coming. It's just rain forever. Yeah. I don't I'll, mind I'll it. do it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just watched the most recent episode of Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, which is like Kitchen Nightmares, but with a time limit. And he did a special two-hour episode this week where, like, the subtitle was Save the Town. And he went to historic Ellicott City, I think I'm saying that right, in Maryland, and definitely not saying that right. And this town had a catastrophic flood in 2016. They rebuilt everything and then had another catastrophic flood in 2018. So you hate to see it. <laughs> so he he rebuilt the town? No, he chose three key Gordon businesses Ramsey? that he saw <laughs> as pillars of the community. I see. And he invested in those and then kind of got like he he did a little um like Main Street sprucing up. Like he got somebody to put a bunch of like window boxes in empty storefronts that were, you know, still open and needed to be leased just to like make the town feel right. more alive again but mostly it was those three businesses it was pretty good and this town man holy shit the video from these floods it's crazy they had a i think at highest it was like 12 feet storm surge Damn. jeff that's all great and all but have you seen outside my window <laughs> i have not we had a lot of rain here too lots of thunder and everything but it probably probably pales in comparison with what you see currently out your window can you it's, describe it to uh, our audio only audience okay one second i'm uh i'm opening the <laughs> the blinds <laughs> and i see uh, a shark swimming by oh my god <laughs> so that's bad how about you danish <laughs> uh yeah i'm on the second floor so i don't see the sharks but i know they're there they're coming <laughs> they're coming yeah. um I want to give a shout out to that movie Crawl because I fucking love that movie. <sighs> and if you, if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. It's so good. Um, anyway, how's everything else going? Pretty good. I, yeah. I played a spectacular new game this week. It's called Before We Leave. It's a it's a four X game. Well, I guess there's no combat. What's what are the four X's? Dan described it like a year ago on their yeah. podcast, and I can't I, the remember. Only thing I, the only thing I remember about the four X's is they all start with E. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's very true. It's uh, explore, exploit, expand, and exterminate. Yeah. 3X. So it's, I guess it's a 3X because there's oh, it's, no it's extermination. A E3. Yes. E3. Uh, it's an oh, E3. E3's back, baby. E3's back, baby. We found it. <laughs> oh, man. We're heroes. We'll welcome us into New York City with a parade. Um, so I, I get the, uh, the, the look is very cool. It's a hex kind of grid thing, very uh, kind of aesthetically pleasing flat colors and it's really nice but what's the gameplay like how is it different from a, your average city builder yeah so one of the major things is that your residents or peeps as they call them i guess that's short for people that makes sense uh cannot die but they can become mm. incredibly unhappy and i have found that unhappiness in this game is worse than death because not only do they still exist, they just won't do anything. They won't even feed themselves if they get unhappy enough, which means your game just stalls. 
So, so far, I'm depressed. What's going on? <laughs> so is this the sequel to Frostpunk? Yeah, and Frostpunk was another one I absolutely love. But yeah, I love Frostpunk. It's that game is grim. It's it's so beautiful though. Um, so this game, both, both of these are beautiful. This one is like one of the things I like about this game is that you can like the atmosphere in it is so peaceful. The houses will play music. So you you start on an island, and you can eventually spread to two other islands on your starting planet. Yes, starting planet is a thing. And each island kind of has its own musical theme. So when you're over the island, you'll see one of the houses has like music notes coming off it. And there's just like this really nice, like super chill, like coffee shop guitar and stuff going. It's just really, really pleasant. And at any time, you can zoom all the way out to space and everything just gets quiet. There's this low hum and you just see your planet peacefully rotating with the sun around it and the clouds and everything. It's just, uh, it's just very chill. It's, it's kind of, um, it's like halfway between Islanders and Frostpunk. Does, is the gameplay also relaxing or is there like stress to, you know, the actual minute to minute game? It's zero stress. Like I said, your residents can't die and it does take for them a really long time to become unhappy enough to stall your game. Mm. And that translates to me just having it on 4x speed and just like casually creating new things like for if for you don't for e3 for e speed yes for <laughs> e speed thank you i'm sorry for e speed uh and just like taking my time like slowly planning things out because if you don't do anything like the game is not going to fail in any way it's just going to yeah. kind of maintain its momentum which That's is cool. which is really nice because usually if you put a 4x game down like all your meters start going down immediately once you let go of the mouse. But this one, they just all stay exactly the same, which is awesome because that eliminates any stress, any like uh, pressure to do things quickly or accurately. You can really take your time and you can destroy anything you build and you can like clear the landscape. Um, Roads are free, which is really cool. So you can lay those down anywhere and then you can destroy them at any time. It's all free. It's good. Um, so it's it it takes all the those anxiety pinch points from the four E genre and just removes them, and what you're left with is just a really pretty, peaceful game. That's great. I uh, I was hovering over buying it. I think it looks awesome too, and uh, I'll probably just wait. I have some other games I'm playing now, but uh, it's good. It's good to have uh, kind of in the back of my mind of something like that. There's another one um, called. I think it's called Old Kingdom or something like that. Yes, it's which, it's really similar aesthetic. It looks cool. Well, it's it's a little bit more like fancier looking, I guess. Yeah, it's still like a hex grid. It's it's a little it's, bit yeah. more um, photo real, hyper real. Yeah, it's not really minimalist the way that other one is. But yeah. uh, that's another one where I, it's like the civilization style game, mm-hmm. and um, I love those games. I just I play them for a couple hours and. I just I keep starting them over and over again because I uh, mm-hmm. I don't know it's one of those things where I can't commit to anything but yeah it's uh, they're good yeah I'm I'm the same way I restarted before we leave three times before I settled into a groove with it um, yeah. but uh, man I lost like eight hours that first day it was crazy yeah uh, Matt you playing anything interesting you, get, you guys first of all Jeff. Now that you're done, you have no more excuses. Go play Outer Wilds. I know, yeah. I know. It's that's on, that's top of my list for next week. And it really like is. In the perfect mood for it. I know. Yeah. Um, I played a 
ton of Outer Worlds. I'm actually like, I think pretty close to beating it now. Yes. I made it to the center or I guess, yeah, we don't want to say anything, but man, I got hooked into it again. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Well, uh, I think I know where you're going. People are going to assume you mean you made it to the center of the universe, but I don't think that's what you're about to say. No, that's not what I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> because if that's where you stopped, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually decided to pick it up again on Saturday, or no, Friday, because we had like sort of a, a weird day off on Friday. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to get all the achievements. Ooh. And one of the achievements, well, so there's there's uh, there's there's only like, there's less than two dozen achievements in that game. There's mm-hmm. not that many. And just playing through the main story, you get maybe like five tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of fun achievements that you can just kind of really quickly jump in and do. But uh, one of them is like, you know, fill out your ship logs completely. Like, you know, like really like find yeah. everything in the game type stuff. So I did all that stuff. I did everything. And then the this is sort of addressing what we were talking about. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before about... Is it possible to start up a brand new game and then just right. race to the end? Turns out that is an achievement. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, but in order to do that, you have to start a whole new game. And the way the game is made is if you click new adventure, it deletes your previous save. Mm. Um, and this being a game that like meant a lot to me, that was a really hard <laughs> yeah. trigger to pull. Uh, so I went through, I did absolutely everything else there was, like all the other achievements up until that point. Um, and then it was like, well, okay, this is like the last one I need to do. Um, so before I did it, I like, I memorized the route to the end of the game. Like there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's things that you have to do obviously to get to the end of the game. Um, and actually I had, I had Kelsey sitting there taking notes and stuff on how to get past certain (laughs) parts. And so I did it and then it came time to like delete my save. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is tough. (laughs) Um, I deleted the save. I fucking pulled the trigger and, uh, I did the whole thing and it was like, all all of the emotion that I had the first time I beat the game was like fucking right there again at the end because because you you're about to finish the game and that's when the achievement pops and the last achievement is called all done and it's just this really like somber statement oh, and awesome. I was like fuck and so the like I did everything music starts playing credits roll and I was just like fuck i was like a wreck i had to get up and walk into the kitchen and like that's so cool act like i was making a sandwich or something for like five <laughs> just minutes. whimper <laughs> christ dude uh so uh i think this this finally ends my uh my outer wilds saga it's it's been three weeks that i've been talking about this game and i i've i got the i got the 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 what is the platinum achievement and yeah so there's nothing else for me to do that's awesome. You should all. watch the documentary then. The, oh uh, fuck yeah, I should. No clip one. That yeah, one. it's it's really good. Yes. Uh, uh, so yeah, everybody play play that game, please. Play that game, great. please. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's it's not going to end it because next week I will probably talk about beating it, <laughs> and then we'll just keep it going. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna laugh if I start playing this tonight and I finish and it, it by me. like Wednesday. Oh, you <laughs> absolutely still- could. It's possible. I don't Absolutely. think you will because the game really incentivizes you to explore everything. Yeah, um, and and I will. I absolutely will. After playing 300 hours of No Man's Sky, there's no way I'm not going to explore every nook and cranny of this game. Yeah, yeah. and I, 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 I've kind of intentionally avoided No Man's Sky uh, comparisons because I think it's I know the gameplay is totally separate. Yeah, um, but it is an obvious comparison. I also don't think it like adds anything. 
to it. Um, sure, I, I was I was more getting at the the sense of exploration because yeah. No Man's Sky lives and dies on the player's willingness to explore. Yes, and that, that's kind of my point. Is like they they are both great games, but this is going to add something extra to what you love about No Man's Sky. I think mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I know you guys don't believe me, but I am. Do um, Matt, Matt, did you ever have? Did you ever get stuck and had to look anything up, or did you actually? Do I thing? had to look. Uh, I had to look two things up. Um, I had to look one thing up so far. Yeah. The jelly um, jellyfish is what I had to look up. I did not have to look that up, and I was very proud of myself. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing I had to look up was well, I'm I'm not going to say it, but yeah, it's uh, it's the way it's 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 a section. It's a it's a bit of like how getting around the the solar system works. Oh yeah. Very specifically on like how to get to one or two specific places. Yeah. Um. So I had to kind of I what I did was I kind of looked up like how does this work because I I I understood how it worked from like all of like the the lore bits that I found but I I yeah. just I was not putting two and two together on a couple of those things right and so I needed a little bit of a kick in the pants to be like oh fuck I'm an idiot yeah. and then like once I had that it just like kickstarted everything but yeah um definitely it, I I don't I don't say this much for like puzzle games but like really try to hammer on a puzzle and really try to like if you get stuck on one puzzle it's very easy to go off and do another one and figure that out but as as the story starts being whittled down to a finer and finer point you will realize that like oh shit uh i don't know what to do anymore and it like really force yourself to experiment with weird stuff that you wouldn't think that on at, on the surface, you would be like, "This is not how this should work." Fucking do it anyway. Because is, a is it things. like a scum VM level of absurdity, or <sighs> no? It's more like I missed clues, um, and okay. I, you know, as as a person who doesn't want to admit that they're stupid, I <laughs> I will say that the clues were not quite enough. But mm-hmm. you know, obviously, other people did it, so. Um, and I was also just kind of unwilling to experiment with a couple specific things. And I, I should not have, like, I should have been more open to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would, I totally agree with that. But at the same time, I mean, my play style of, I just don't have the patience I did before. And so I will give something, you know, like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something or half an hour. I'll give something like a poke at something and explore for a, a decent chunk of time and then i'm like okay i have to move on sometimes i'll do what you said and I'll, I'll do a different puzzle but sometimes if i'm That's really, really what like you should do yeah yeah i know um but then sometimes i'll just like you know i like the jellyfish thing like this is drive like, this is driving me crazy i have to look this up so but yeah uh, it's i think it's not a big deal if you do once in a while um but yeah you, it does reward you for really sticking with it yeah if if it if it does happen that like you're just like okay i've tried everything i can even think of and i'm still stuck it's like well just read like the first part of the solution don't read the yeah, whole thing yeah, yeah. because it's <laughs> right. it's very it's very easy to get like one final hint where they're like go here and you're like ah oh, fuck like it's just like this instant dawning on like the thing that you forgot to right. even consider was a clue yeah yeah um okay i think we've talked about yeah. Wilds. <laughs> all right um i got one last thing before we get to our game i think it's time for an atkins report Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Atkins report. 
I didn't know Thank this was you. happening. I was caught off guard. I know. That's the whole point of the surprise thing. Um, okay, so I haven't seen any new Atkins movies uh, yet. That's usually what an Atkins report is. But I have found Scott Atkins' YouTube channel, what? which I didn't know he had one, and it's really good. So uh, One second here. I've posted it in the uh, Discord um, yesterday. But um, he does a couple – like. He does a couple, um, you know, training style videos where it's like he walks you through how to do certain stretches, which is really cool. And actually, like I would do. And um, oh, I'm going to learn how to do a tornado kick. Like yes, exactly. Right <laughs> then, he, <laughs> then he teaches like really advanced like kicks and shit, which obviously like I cannot do, but I still watch them because they're still really inter- interesting, you know, and entertaining to see how he breaks down his moves and stuff. Yeah, this is great. Um, but then he did a thing which he spent like 10 minutes each, like one YouTube video each, counting on his top five movies that he's made. Oh my God. Really? Yes. So I wanted to give it to you. Like, I think you should watch all of them because he says really, really interesting things. He has tons of like cool behind the scenes info and making up stuff he talks about in these videos. But I wanted to on air give you the rundown from five to one and get your reaction. Okay, so we're gonna. So we're this. This is like a whole new segment of like within the Adkins report. <laughs> yeah. This is Scott Adkins' top five. Scott Adkins. This is Scott Adkins giving a Scott Adkins report. Yes, it is. It actually is. Fuck yes. Okay, so through uh, through Danish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, number five, Ninja Two: Shadow of a Tear. Uh, okay, I, I need some more. Okay, N- more what? Well, I mean, I don't put listen, it in context. It, you need more yeah, numbers. If you put. Uh, well, I don't want to say it. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. All right. Uh, do you want to... Okay, well, let's... Before we do that, do I have any guesses as to, like, any top three? Like, what do you think... Okay, my top three? I, I guess, Jeff, you're kind of out of this because you fucking refuse to do things that are good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking the other day, I just don't watch TV or movies anymore. It's just something I do. It's my new identity. Anyway. By the way, real quick, we should say, on air, so it's there's a record of it, that... Um, Amazon has a watch party feature that they just added, and Ninja Two: Shadow of a Tear is on Amazon Prime, and we should all get Danish, together. Danish, if watch you it. do a watch party, I will fucking be there. Of course, okay. we will do because we were we were going to do a, a big screen VR of yeah. Undisputed Three, and we never did that. Right. Well, because so, we don't know how to make the fucking ecosystems work together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this Amazon watch party will be used anyway. Okay, so continue, Matt. Um, Scott Ag. Okay, so here's the thing. I I just glanced at his thing and I saw number one. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from saying yeah. number one. I'm gonna say he if he doesn't put if he doesn't put Undisputed three in his top three, I'm gonna be very upset. So I'm putting that at two. Right. Um. Now, are these are these like he's the leading man or can I yeah. say Doctor Strange? No, it's it's him him okay. being the leading man. Um, I did love him in Doctor Strange. You know, God. at least I have that. Yeah, because he's like <laughs> <laughs> he he, he, he only takes up like a tenth of the screen every time he's on it, but he's doing crazy well, shit. But you know what? I was because we rewatched all this stuff recently, and I was really paying attention to him when they attack London, the London yeah. safe house. Man, he's doing some work. He does this kick in front of the like portal window things that is just it looks fake. It's is it one so of those good. things where it looks like he levitates for fifteen seconds yes. while his legs just like <laughs> I think he fly spun around. fifteen thousand times before yeah, yeah. delivering it's, the kick. It was it's, amazing. Uh, that's his move. That's sort he of does his it. thing, yeah. Yeah. It's his, yeah. So um, I, I was I was paying extra attention. So for number three, I'm gonna say 
What I, I I'm I'm skipping number one. Number two, I'm yeah. gonna say is Undisputed Three. And for number three, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, I'm looking at a list of his movies right now. I'm gonna say Accident <laughs> Man number three. Okay. So number five, Ninja Shadow of a Tear. And I'll give you a little tidbit, a little tease of kind of the reason. He said Ninja 2 was the hardest film he's ever made, like the hardest to shoot wow. he's ever done because it's uh, just the number of locations and the, just the choreography. And and he was saying like, you know, people might think that uh, the Boyka movies would be hard to shoot because they're so physically like, you know, extravagant and everything like all the movies he does but it's like those are the easiest because he's filming them in a boxing ring and there's like a padded you know surface and everything it's just it's really easy to land uh, on the you know take a fall but him shooting on location with ninja 2 it was like really difficult and he hurt himself a couple times and that sort of thing number four uh is universal soldier 4 jesus christ (laughs) which i didn't realize (laughs) that i actually seen i don't know if i've seen this it's really, it's really good. I mean, um, so he he likes it because it's uh, just uh, a good character, an interesting arc, and uh, you know, good action. And a tidbit about that is there was a scene where there were f- there's a fight scene in a sports store, which I remember distinctly. It was like a precursor to the John Wick knife museum fight, <laughs> where they're <laughs> like using you know sports, uh, you know, whatever equipment. And um, they were using foam baseball bats, and they were like clashing with them like you would like a sword fight, kind of. Wait, they're but, they're in in universe no, no, no. in context. They're foam. No, no, no. Okay. So they're real baseball bats, but in filming of them, they were using foam ones for safety. Gotcha. But they kept but they kept breaking them. So then they had to shoot. <laughs> they had to do it for real with real baseball That's bats. Great. And I was watching it, and they're fucking swinging these things like inches away their fa- from their faces. I'm like, oh my god, that's insane. And so that was cool. Um, Wait, this is number, this is Universal Soldier four. Yes, and, and this is and, the same Universal Soldier like that started in the seventies or eighties. Like, no, eighties. Yes, and it and this movie also has Jean Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren in it. So wow. I, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the poster for Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Yeah, and it's and the the tagline is under their own command, which doesn't, it was just not even a complete thought. Um, <laughs> but it'd be like saying off the leash or, um, or off the grid or God, one of those. Chains. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wasn't, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren, Scott Adkins. He's up there. He's on the thing. Yeah. Top billing, he's, nice. he's actually the main character. What? Not even, yeah. Well, he's um, okay. It goes, here's, here's the, it says under their own command at the top, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren, Universal Soldier, Day of Reckoning. And then all the way at the bottom, Scott Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Scott, Ad- Scott Atkins isn't in the, uh, um, not Unlovables, uh, not Untouchables. What's the Sylvester Stallone action vehicle these in, days? Yeah. Expendables. Expendables. He's not I in those he, yet. Is he? he was in, he was in one of them. At yeah, least. and he was so underutilized. Yeah. He didn't yeah. do shit. Because I, I like saw always. the first two, and I and the first one is whatever. The second one got bad, and I didn't even bother with the third one. Oh, the second one's better than the first one. I think, think he was so? in the second one. Yeah, I think he was in the second one. Maybe I have to rewatch him. Because that was when like Bruce Willis and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger like did some lifting. Yeah, that was lame. But uh, Van Damme was the bad guy in the second one, and he really... like. Uh, chewed up the scenery in every scene he was in. I might need awesome. to rewatch that one because I remember not being. I don't impressed. think any of them are worth rewatching. <laughs> to be <laughs> to, just to be clear. Okay, number three, uh, Matt, you were right. It is Accident Man. Yes, because he, that's the movie where he basically wrote it and with his uh, with his partner, and 
it was like his inception, like his idea to make this thing. You know? <laughs> this is the Scott Atkins version of the movie Inception. No, yeah. So like, it, it's based on a comic book that he grew up with, and he's like, "Oh man, I can't wait for someone to make this comic book." And then no one did. And he's like, "I guess I gotta make this. This is so cool." And so, so he's Thanos was, in this scenario. It was whole. His whole idea was this this movie. So he he kind of uh, made it happen. That's awesome. Number two is uh, Undisputed Three slash. Uh, the Boyka films, he kind of like lumped them together, but he does say that Undisputed Three is the best Three's one. Three is the best one, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I nailed this. I nailed it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. really did. Um, if and... I only hadn't seen, I probably would have guessed it. I think I would have guessed it. And then number I, I one, remember. right? Number one is Avengement, uh, and that's because I think he felt like that was the first movie where it was his actual acting that was carrying the movie. Because he's coming into this bar and he's telling a story, and it's uh, it's and really it's, all. It's the only movie on where he uses his actual uh, accent. I think Accident Man he uses his actual accent. Does he? In fact, actually, Avengement's like not really his accent. He's like you know, a little bit more. Ah, it's all Europe street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, Avengement, Undisputed Three, Accident Man, Universal Soldier Four, and Ninja Two. And Accident Man is the only one I haven't seen. So. I think that was great. And then, like I said, you should watch the YouTube videos where he breaks them down. Because I'm absolutely. This is the first thing I'm going to do when we finish our dumb yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> there's Man, there's stuff I didn't know. Like, he was in a Jackie Chan movie. Like, that, his first movie his first movie ever was a Jackie Chan movie where you can't even see his face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, he was like, well, you know, goon number four, and he gets his head kicked in, and that's it. Like, you don't even <laughs> see his face. But they actually have, he, he puts a clip of it in, in the YouTube video, so that's, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. All, All right, right, guys. That, that was, was good. That, that was, was the Atkins good. Report. It was a meaty Atkins Report. It was uh, good. It was super meaty. Let's, yeah. let's make All a right. fucking game. Let's, let's get into a pitches. Let's make a video game. Um, so I had this little prompt that I thought would be kind of fun is, uh, I love the game overcooked. I love the, uh, funny little guys running around doing their little cooking and the whole mechanics of it too, of like passing things over barriers, like passing plates and cooking things and putting out fires and spinning plates. And I thought, what's a really silly, uh, game or what's a very self-serious game that these silly little cooks can be put into and mash up in a fun way. So the the idea is undercooked. The, the point of undercooked is like you don't have enough hands for the job that needs to be done, right? So yes. there's a lot of like trying to coordinate and scrambling around and accidentally fucking each other up a lot. Yeah. Um. So I think that that's got to be like the core point of what you're trying to get at here, right? Yes. A coordination, madcap. You know. Yeah. Juggling many ob- like objectives at once so the the first thing i came up with was uh a pirate ship but that is actually kind of what sea of thieves, sea of thieves is. Yeah. yeah um it is a lot of like i'm wondering if there's not a more complex version of sea of thieves that gets a little more like ship simulation like the forza of sea of thieves yeah um <laughs> attack right <laughs> um but yeah, it could be fun. I, I guess it's a little too close because Sea of Thieves does escalate, right? Because at first it's like, okay, I'm going to be on cannons. You're going to be on sails. Uh, you're going to steer the ship, whatever. Uh, but then once you get in fights, it's like, oh, God, now we need somebody to go repair our shit. There's there's fires mm-hmm. now, I guess, in that game. Like, So I, I think it does escalate to basically exactly yeah. uh, uh, overcooked levels of chaos. So I guess I guess that's not 
Also, even it's, it's yes. Also, it's like stylistically, it actually kind of works. I'm thinking of like you know putting them in Gears of War, like something that just doesn't make any sense. It would be really you know, silly and fun. I was thinking about a WoW raid, and like, what if in the WoW raid there were like three classes, right? You have like the the DPS, you have the tank who's who's getting aggro, and then you have the healer. And what if all of their spells and weapons and abilities need to be made on the spot? And that's the overcooked gameplay. Ooh, you are I like that. making these things for them while the raid is happening. So is is there <laughs> is there like one player who's like a witch and they have a big cauldron and like they're they're <laughs> like the healer, but they have to make the healing potions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they kind of need other people to run around and gather resources while some some giant hell demon boss is and that's that's the thing with wow right because there's like 20 40 people in a raid so if you have like teams of four for each person that's 12 like let's let's say there's there's 12 cooks and then there's three like action heroes and maybe those are npcs and so each group is making stuff for their own hero it's kind of like the order is coming in in the actual overcooked yes. game are are orders for abilities like weapons and ammunition and abilities yeah, yeah. it's just like oh man the dps guy has to swing his sword you better make him a sword because he's going so uh <laughs> jeff before we we uh we started into this yeah. you mentioned um what did you mention you mentioned a game oh yeah uh we were talking about rainbow six siege yeah where you have to like Man, I don't know what you like. You build the bomb, and then well, so I've I've been dwelling on this, yeah, for for seconds now. <laughs> uh, and uh, what what? So I'm I'm trying to put I'm trying to I'm trying to take the elements and put them into undercooked. And I'm imagining like, what if you have a SWAT team that's you know they're going into like a mansion or whatever, like the the whatever fucking everything that they always do in those games, yeah. Um, only you're not playing as the SWAT team members. Like they're they're essentially like radioing in their orders of like, I need a gun. <laughs> like he's in mm-hmm. position already and he needs a gun. And your job is to you and your friends or whatever to like for the the guns are all like spread out in their different parts. So you have to go assemble the parts and then physically run over to wherever this SWAT team member is and hand him a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and like maybe <laughs> and, and they're human and you are a little like cartoon balls oh i love characters. that like uh, like bone yeah um and like maybe along the way you do have to choose routes that uh are not just getting riddled with bullets the whole time so you yeah because yeah, like, that's part down. of overcooked too is, is is like routing and like making sure your position is correct not just that you're making the right things i i mean i i, I love this. this is amazing i don't know what else they could be doing though like putting together a gun which doesn't really make any sense but it doesn't matter the guns come apart Maybe maybe yeah, but why would they? Movie. Yeah, right. But why would they start apart and, uh, and spread out? Gun safety, yeah. but it's a it's important. So, okay, but after here, you do that, like, what else could you do? Is here's thing. a twist. SWAT team's going through the mansion. You're not playing as a SWAT team. You are playing as the staff of the owner of the mansion, and you have to put this place back together again as the SWAT team moves through. <laughs> so you're just which like, actually is kind of like serial cleaner team edition, but yeah. I like that idea, but it doesn't. I don't. I don't know if it strikes the the chords of of Overcooked, where you need to like assemble specific things. Like, there's no like, there's no like order, right? Because you could one guy could just paint the wall, and while the other guy just does construction. Like, you need to. There's you not as much passing back jobs. and forth. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Dennis, you're talking about like, what do you do after 
you've made the yeah. Gun. What other things can you do? Yeah. I mean, you got to go back and put bullets in the magazine. <laughs> you got because those aren't made. You got to go back. Uh, you need we need bullets. We need a magazine. Click 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 click. You got to run that back over to him because he's out of bullets now. Um, right. Maybe he needs a grenade. Do you assemble grenades? Probably I guess it's true. Like any kind of charges or grenades or any one-time use weapons or flashbangs or yeah. I guess you'd have to assemble them. But that's the whole thing is assembling like weapons. It's is that the whole thing then? That's all you're doing. I mean, it could be. Yeah, I, it might. Be. I think we're getting caught up on like. It's not. It's not insane. I mean, it is insane. In, in reality, <laughs> it's insane that they would like build the gun on the spot, right? Like, yeah. But, but like that is that is a thing that is possible, right? But they you wouldn't build a grenade like. <laughs> there's yeah. there's there's no version of that like right um but does it matter can we why don't we just make grenades because then you you do get a little bit of um you, you get a little bit of like recipe there then where it's like okay yeah. we have a pile of gunpowder or whatever which is our detonator and then we have like metal bits or whatever and like oh that's what you gotta you gotta actually go around the house and find like pieces of metal oh yeah that's because like resource because like yeah bullets, it's the resource gather. yeah because bullets are like the simple one right it's just gunpowder and metal and then the grenades is gunpowder metal and shrapnel. shrapnel or something and and like you could make different kinds of things like let's say you go grab the curtains and you put them in your little like grenade it becomes like this net <laughs> or something it's Ooh, like some yeah. wacky that's cool. oh you could could you like find like like you said, like you, you grab curtain and you grab uh, like vodka and it's like Molotov yeah. cocktail. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recipe yeah. unlocked. That's yeah, interesting. That'd be good. Yeah. So, and you're just doing, you're doing this while dodging bullet fire. <laughs> yeah. These, these little short, stubby cartoon characters. Crawling around running. the house trying to just grab shit to use. Because in Overcooked, you have the dash button, which is like a sprint, right? But like, yeah. why not have a dodge roll? Why not have. Like a, an army like crawl, wall parkour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I love that this character is a like a. I, I'm I'm kind of imagining, I, I'm imagining a robot. I don't know why. Okay, um, it could be a robot, but it's like a it actually makes a little bit more sense in the real world. <laughs> there wouldn't be a different totally species not. of human, <laughs> like an alien, <laughs> yeah. the fucking SWAT team alien that they all have. Um, no, it's just the Space Jam thing. What's the space jam thing? What does that mean? Uh, Aliens come down and well, it's just cartoon characters in the real world. Right, it's it's like the comic Bone or um. You could have said Roger Rabbit, and we would all yeah. Roger Rabbit works too, but Space Jam. Space Um, Jam is is a hot (laughs) cultural property right now, my friend. Hell yeah, dude! It's gonna take off again. Um. So yeah, robots. That's not bad. I mean, but like a tiny little stubby robot. Yeah. yeah, Let me find this like like fun Star Wars droids, like um. Right. Like BB-8 and stuff like that. But I still want them to look like the overcooked characters. I mean, with like I... button noses and... I'm a hundred... I love the juxtaposition of, like, one-to-one. If you just took Overwatch characters and put them in Call of Duty, like, I think that's funny. I think that... Yeah, but that, this is more extreme than that, guy. even. This guy's from Brawl Stars. Brawl Stars has some, some cute, some cute he's, designs. He's a tiny little robot. He runs on wheels... Uh, he could fit below the height of a of a sofa really easily. Yeah. Dan, uh, for our listeners at home, this is a uh, this is a cartoon robot. He's he's kind of a blue gray. He's got 
wheels instead of legs and kind of well, tiny he's like a, he's a sphere he's a sphere with legs and yeah arms. He's, he's got a big yeah. red eye in the middle and an antenna coming up he's probably two feet tall mm-hmm. and he's yeah. he's ready to tear this fucking house down and get metal and volatile cocktails what if there was um different classes of these guys too like one of one of them are like shorter and stubbier can go under things much easier and maybe another one it's slightly bigger but it can levitate or fly up and grab things on, you know, high Yeah, instead of the antenna, places. he's got like a little whirly copter hat. Yes, exactly. What's the, um, uh, then, what's like the story? Like, should we, should we craft a story on like why the, the, the like SWAT has been so defunded that they have to scrape together <laughs> all their resources when they go somewhere? Is that I mean, it? Absolutely. They're just defunded? Um, or the, they have to fight some sort of threat, like... I mean, it's an easy thing to go more sci-fi and alien, but look, we're already talking about dumb robots. But like, you're you're taking down some alien thing, and the aliens have this equivalent of some sort of EMP blast that dis- disables everything, and now every weapon you have has to be made from scratch on the premises. I it solves the problem, but I it gets away from the like the like grounded reality the of it yeah but like yes, it but does. overcooked the main thing is that some wizard brings back toast from the dead like yeah it's real. it can be it can be what it, like why don't the aliens just have a de-weaponator and no but i <laughs> guess what, what matt's what matt's saying is that the overcooked portion oh i should see. be the super silly one and then right, the actual they, base game should be grounded and serious yeah it's it's overcooked happening in an actual yeah. war zone to the point where if you stop and look around it's actually sort of horrifying. okay i mean okay, I, so I can go dark this. with this i can go dark they're on their way so swat teams on their I'm way there's two trucks right there's two trucks <laughs> one is all the swat soldiers and the other one is all their equipment and the equipment truck gets ied'd on the highway to the destination. Oh, and there's like a there's like a a tree falls over and blocks both the trucks. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. And we the got tiny it. little robots can make it under. Yeah. So every level needs to start with some <laughs> fucked up situation. Like yeah, that. like they're all different. That's yeah. good. That's very good. That's good. Though. Yeah, very, very, very good. Um, what other robot classes can we do? Like a little spider guy that can crawl on walls. So what I was thinking is. Uh, Going with this theme of like being able to sort of craft your own recipes when you go into the house is like, I'm I'm thinking of like Rainbow Six Siege, where you always see the weird little like RC car with a camera on it driving mm-hmm. around so that they can get a lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe you can craft new robots that have these like abilities to to map out areas and find because if you just send this little sphere guy in there. You know, the 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 bad guys are going to see him. They're just going to blast him, right? So then yeah. you can you yeah. can craft smaller ones that can drive around more unnoticed for at least a little bit longer, and maybe that sort of fills out your map so that you can, or it fills out the map for the SWAT guys so that they can proceed through the house. Right. And okay, so we're we're under we're operating under the assumption that all the SWAT guys are AI, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. my right. So uh, everything you do is like gives points to the AI. For example, if you map out a room that like increases his percentage of like success, like by a lot. And then if you equip him with weapons, it increases it more. And so you're building this sort of best case scenario out of all the things you're doing. And maybe that can be quantified with some number on each guy or something like that. Guys, we just turned Overcooked into a 4E game. 
little bit. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Really? This is I, I'm <laughs> loving this idea, but like you know, because if you it, you know, let's say there's four players, right? You all start as this this cute little sphere robot with arms and wheels, and you immediately start diversifying, right? Like one guy is gonna go and he's gonna craft this little RC car, and he's gonna go room to room scanning each one to like fill out the map. Meanwhile, the other two guys, one makes a spider robot, one makes a flying robot. Just so, like, you can diversify the kind of resources it, you're gathering. It is, you it know? is still your robot character holding uh, a remote control, though. Oh, what okay. That, what does that mean? So, well, if, you're, if not, I you're not the... changing your robot into a different. Oh. No, he's you're like, yeah, using it's not the other one. Yeah, it's not like an AI <laughs> upload into a new. He's literally he's just doing what the SWAT guys could also do themselves. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is funny. I like that. Um, that's great. I, I do like just choosing your like upgrading yourself as well. And um, what I was going to say is. It's kind of an interesting uh, oh my God. Uh, economic balance where do I want to upgrade myself to give myself spider legs or use that same material to give an upgrade to the AI guy's gun, the SWAT team guy's gun. And that would be kind of an interesting ways to – it's like a tech tree where it can end up with different outcomes. You right. Know? You I, could have a super uh, great like robot guys and your SWAT team guys are are pretty basic – but your robots are so good that they make everything work for him. Yeah, I was. Can I put like a trash can over my robot, and he basically becomes a tank and yeah, just yes. walks in there and draws all the fires so the SWAT yeah, yeah, guys yeah. are safer. Yeah, and that kind of touches on something. Like, I feel like the robot modification should be like pretty fast and simple to make, so that the the major gameplay is, is still that crafting, that recipe making. Oh right. yeah. Anything you're just scouring the house or anything metal, and you just kind of absorb it, and it just crunches it up. Like right, like the uh, s- spoons and knives and scissors and exactly. whatever. Yeah. Maybe maybe you have like maybe you're like wall e, and you have a little trash compactor on you that like is taking all these raw materials. Oh, that's in. so good. You go up to like yeah. a like a kitchen. You go into the kitchen and you suck up all like the spoons and forks and shit. <laughs> and then there's like a little like three second thing where he's like, ah, like <laughs> yeah. and then you can get out of there. But it needs to be cute sound effects. It's like, well, yeah, yeah of not course. A robot. And and also, like, if it takes time, then you have to have another robot to kind of guard him. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. I, I like this um this quick augmentation. Like, you grab the trash can. Now you're a tank. You grab like an oscillating fan. Now you can fly. You grab um, I don't know. I don't know what the spider thing would be. I like that. I I like. Uh, that it's visual. all forms of like reconnaissance, right? Right. Right. Robo 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 recon. Is that a thing? Oh. Is, is, it, is that stepping like Robo on toes? Recall. Yeah. Robo Recon. I think it's good. I think it's pretty Robo good. Robo Recon's good. Tom Clancy's Robo Recon. <laughs> <laughs> the other part of un- Overcooked that's kind of a staple is the vastly different arenas. Like mm-hmm. you're cooking on top of trucks or you're cooking on a street through a festival or like you're cooking on a, uh, oh, shit. a ship that's like sliding heist. back and forth. The SWAT team is infiltrating two skyscrapers. They're different heights, and there's like a tightrope between the two. And so, like half of your team is on one, half of the team is on the other, and you have to cross these tight ropes to get across. That's good. Yep, great, great. Uh, there could be train heist, train heist. <clears throat> yep, totally. All these things they do. A, they do like a they do a ship and a food truck level in over. I don't remember if it's the first one or the second one. And in the oh, truck yeah. one, there are three trucks and they're like moving around each other. So you have to like coordinate your movement to like move between yep. the trucks to do stuff. You could easily do that with SWAT teams. So just so we're clear, the robots don't take part in any of the combat, right? Correct. Like they, they can physically be in the combat, but they don't fight. 
I wonder if there's any... I, I don't want them to fight, but at the same time, <clears throat> is there a they're way that pure. they can... I don't want them to fight either. What if they're it's accidentally a... affecting the fight? Like, No, that's, that's what I was going to say. Can they trip people? <laughs> <laughs> trip people by accident? Or like maybe every time they complete a recipe, they let out like a little pulse. And so if you're next to the bad guys, when you create a recipe, that pulse freezes them for a couple of seconds. Well, I don't want to freeze them, but... Uh... I I the the re, I like well it's kind of the same I like the tripping just from a, a comedy comedy point of view, but yeah. also also like maybe I can run my robot into a guy trip him but that's also a death sentence because he's immediately gonna like I trip him up and he can't do anything for a couple of seconds but he's also gonna be like it's a fucking robot and well, like, I think he'll he, either he blasts you or he kicks you into a wall and you're just you're just deactivated well, for like ten seconds so in overcooked you can die and then you just pop you right can? back in. And you die? So I guess you fall off things, right? If you fall off things, there's like lava levels. If you fall out of the trucks or the ship while they're like moving around each other, you I mean, yeah. presumably, you disappear and you restart. But the thing is, you restart at a default position and you don't have any of the stuff you were holding. So right. it's still a That's penalty, enough. but it's it's enough. Yeah. So you can do the same thing here where like you could trip a guy and like, like let's say you're keeping pace with the recipe list for <laughs> guns and ammo. And so one guy is just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to buy us a couple extra seconds because I don't have to do anything right now. Or maybe it's, you know, still early in the level. So he'll just go and sacrifice himself to slow down the enemy team. And like, that's just something you can do. It'd be, it'd be interesting if, if there were some enemies where they won't just freak out and like destroy you immediately. Like what if, what if they could be? Uh, like they imagine, capture you or something? Yeah, they capture you, and then you can't respawn back until you find a way out or somebody else. Oh, cyanide, yeah, cyanide pills. <laughs> right, because that works on <laughs> yeah. robots. Hundred uh, percent. Um, that could be an upgrade, though. You could totally equip <laughs> your robot with like a. It's it's like an EMP pill that just does a tiny EMP. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you find a, you have to find two batteries, and then like you have that ability now. Yeah, electromagnetic pill. It's still an EMP. Mm-hmm. That's I like good. that. That's really good. That's good. Um, Robo Recon. Robo Recon. I think that's pretty good. Pretty good. Someone should make this. Someone, Someone should, should make, make this. this. Man, we just fucking nailed it. I'd play this. I'd play this on my phone. This is, sounds like a great phone game. It would be cool. Right. Overcooked never did a mobile port, did they? I don't know. They really should have. Yeah. All right. Uh, awesome. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Someone Should Make This. Thanks for listening. You can tweet at us at, at Make This Podcast, and uh, please give us a rating on iTunes. And if you have any comments, a game idea of your own, or think one of our ideas already exists, please email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Mariachi Entertainment System for letting us use their music for our theme song. You can hear more of their music at mariachimes.com. Till next week, we've done the hard part. Now someone should make it. Recos? Anybody got any recos? I will say uh, everyone's watching it, but if you haven't, you got to see the last dance on ESPN about the 90s Bulls. The last two episodes, the finale's airing tonight. It's oh. one of the best things I've ever seen. Because here's the thing. ESPN sports documentaries are just great. They're just really well made. They're really watchable. They're fun. You get these great like 
sports narratives. It's, you know, it's great. It's very solid. Add to that the nostalgia of like the 90s of this great, you know, it's a period where we, you know, part of our childhoods. And then for us specifically, you know, if Chicago is. Growing up in Chicago. The Bulls. And I mean, I guess nationwide, everyone was, it was Bulls, you know, I were still huge, but. have my, uh, my binder of Bulls playing cards from the 90s. And on the cover, I drew a marker. I drew the Bulls logo and I wrote out all their championship years. And I remember adding 96 to the cover of this binder. It's oh, you know, cemented uh, in my mind. Matt, you were telling me you were at the game where Scottie Pippen threw the chair. Yeah, nobody that remembered would... it but me. They uh, played it in the oh, previous episode. Am I in the background? I was actually. I'm going to send you a clip of it. I I, I, I saw it like, oh shit, that's the scene, and I, I I recorded it off the TV on my phone, and I was going to send it to you, but I forgot. But uh, yeah. So anyway, it's an amazing documentary. It's ten parts, ten episodes, an hour long each, and I I just cannot get enough. As soon as it's over, I'm just dying to watch the next one. And now that they're all out, um, yeah, you could totally binge the whole thing. It's can you, great. Can you watch those on Disney Plus? No, you cannot. You have to watch it on ESPN. Okay. 